Hey, welcome to Tuesday Take, where we sit down with Pastor James and ask a few questions and hear some additional thoughts from this week's sermon. Well, welcome back to another episode of Tuesday Take. Reverend, how are you? Hello, man. You doing all right, man? Mm Mm-hmm. That's good. Did you have a good morning so far? Well, it's pretty good. It's a, it's a nice shirt. Thank you. It's a, uh, was that a bluish color with dark like blue a, dots? It's like a grayish color with dark blue dots. That's, yeah. I, it's the same thing. Same thing as the dress. Same thing as the dress. We, we see different colors. Yep. Man, uh, it's good. I'm glad you had a good morning so far. Mm-hmm. Well, man, um, jumping in to um, your sermon from this past week, man. Um, the main kind of takeaway was that lust is the silent killer in the church, that um, it's so bad because it's so destructive. Uh, and then you talked about how we can deal with our lust, and it's to make war and be ruthless with the sin of lust. And you you gave five kind of application points and ways to be ruthless. And man, this morning, I'd love to just talk through those. Okay. Um, not really a whole lot of questions, just practically how do we do some of these things. So starting at the top, expose it and repent, man. How, what does that look like? How does that flesh itself out? Yeah, so I think, and maybe we do this in our life, that we'll kind of convince ourselves the sin in that bad or we'll hide things in our life. And so I think the first and foremost thing is, is this idea to the Lord, but I think also with, and this kind of goes in with accountability a little bit, but to expose this thing, like to to like from our mouth admit like, hey, I struggle with this, you know, and, and it could be varying degrees of how we struggle with it, but just saying like, hey, I, this is a, this is a problem in my life, or this is something that has been a problem in my life. This is something that, and and so I, I think there's something freeing in in just admitting it. Now, we don't stop there, obviously, yeah. you know, because some people can just get stuck there of just like I just admit it. And then you just keep going. It's like that's that's not that's why I said expose it and repent. Mm-hmm. And so it's not just this idea of just admitting, but I think it has to start there first and foremost that we have to get honest about ourselves, our struggle, our sin, especially with the sin of lust, and so to to expose it. So I think first to the Lord, but I, I would I would challenge anybody to say this because I did this for a long time. Is I think just do we need to confess it to the Lord? Absolutely. That's who who we confess to. That's who we ask repentance of is the Lord. Because first and foremost, our sins not against anybody else except except for Him. But I would challenge anybody to, when it comes to this sin, is there's a tendency for us to hide it and be like, oh, I'm just going to confess it to, to the Lord, mm-hmm. but I'm not going to tell anybody. And I think that's a dangerous place to be, and that kind of goes in a little with accountability because when I finally admit it to someone else, not only can they hold me accountable, but it's like I've kind of exposed some stuff in my life. And so I think even for me, just knowing for a long time in my life, I would be like, I'm just going to just keep this between me and God. And I think there's a danger in just doing that because then it's like no one I can still not go back on my word, but I can you know no one has to know anything, and so yeah. so I think there's exposing it, and then obviously we repent of it, and so it's not just this. Um, and of course, there's a whole sermon that we did in Matthew about repentance, and so if I would if you haven't listened to that, I'd go back and listen to that, but but it's more than just I'm sorry, it's more than just tears, you know, it's a turning, and so I think that's what a lot of these. Um, these application points are is repentance practically is obviously it's confessing it it's it's asking for forgiveness but it's also practically changing things in our life changing our direction in our life what we consume what what you know and so i think a lot of these steps resemble repentance and so if we're not willing to do some of these steps 
I would maybe question, are we actually repentant? You know, and for a long time in my life, I told the Lord I was sorry. And I think I was sorry, but I also think it wasn't true repentance because I still was like, oh, I'm sorry, but I'm still going to leave doors open in my life to just, if I want to go back to it, I can, instead of actually practically being like, hey, I have to turn from this thing, so that means I have to limit things and, you know, that kind of thing. So Yeah. Um, <clears throat> next is cutting off the oxygen. What does that look like? So cutting off the oxygen, we talked about in the idea of like smoking meat or barbecue, the fire is many times um, sexual passion, those things, lust is considered to be a fire. And so I think if we want to cut off the struggle of lust in our life is that we have to cut off its supply, you know, where we're getting it from, you know. So one that we talked about, which I think it's it's, um, good to know is like our triggers, you know, and so knowing... I would really encourage anybody. It's a really good. They have a bunch of good books on, and I hadn't read all the different books on sexual purity or lust or anything. But one of them is Pure Eyes, and and in the book Pure Eyes, one of the things it talks about a lot is like just brain pathways and things that it does. So like just how addictive this thing is, lust, pornography, these things are, and how when we consume it, whether it's on our phone, our computer, our tablets, walking down the street, different areas, like when we start to to lust, it starts to like have these pathways of like, so then every time we enter into that phase again, it just begins to trigger, um, trigger in our mind of like, hey, it's time. And I'm sure all of us in some ways have felt this before, this, this trigger, you know, that we're doing. And so, um, so that's one of the ways we can cut off the oxygen is just to, just to know when these triggers are happening, um, when, when we are tempted to, to make aware of that. And so practically would be this, like, let's say if, um, let's say if you're tempted when, when you go to the restroom or go to the shower. Okay. So one of the things would be, you know, if you're tempted to look on your phone, tablet, well, just don't bring your phone in there, you know? And so it's like being aware if, if, if. If you're la- if you're tempted to go on your laptop, make sure you only use your laptop in public spaces in your house. You know, yeah. don't don't take it in a room that you can close <clears> doors. So, so I think it's getting practical about that, like just being aware where triggers are, and then knowing, okay, well, I need to to, to put some fences up or some boundaries up so that I'm not I don't you know have access to that. And then also one is is to one is to limit content on our phone. So I mentioned this. Uh, Sunday that you can actually go into your settings on your phone and in your settings you can actually go and limit your content that you get through Safari through apps and I would encourage anybody uh, that if you struggle with lust to go through and do that that's one of the things that I've had to do with my phone um, I've done it with my iPad all my different tablets um, I mentioned this Sunday to uh, Covenant Eyes you can go on mm-hmm. uh, you can go on your uh, on the internet and look up Covenant Eyes and so when you go through and look up Covenant Eyes you can I can't remember how much it is a month, but basically it's a program software that keeps you accountable to your computer. And so uh, my wife is my, uh, I can't, my, maybe it's called my ally. And so she gets a weekly report of everything that, that I do on my computer. And so these are things that I, I, and I mentioned it maybe Sunday, these are things that early on I didn't do um, because I was like, oh, I'm, I'm just, I'm fine. I don't need any of yeah. these things. Um, and I thought it was kind of like, oh, I'm just going to believe that I, I, I have the power to do this. And I do have the power, but I, I, this is what Jesus is getting after is that you got to be ruthless with it. So I would challenge anybody, um, and this is hard hard to deal with, but for a long time in my life, um, especially early on, is that I, while I knew it was wrong, I didn't, I didn't close off areas for me to access content, to look at things. And so f- 
for me, when I had to get serious about it and repentant about it, I said, okay, I have to cut off any, any yeah. anything that I that, that could come that could allow me access to anything, even even in moments where I don't feel like I, I need it, you know. And there are moments where I don't feel like I need it, but there are also times where I, I need it, you know, in yeah. case I get tempted, a trigger happens in my life. You know? I think one of the things too is like you were saying, man, you got to call it for what it is, um, and like the knowledgeable. Wise beyond his years, Alan Goodwin says, mm. you quoted him Sunday, um, you cannot put to death what you tolerate. Um, and that's, I, I think that was, for me in my life, that's been one of the biggest things is like, I don't need to paint it like culture paints it. Oh, this is something that, you know, people walk through, you know, like you said Sunday, this is just something people deal with for the, no, like this is sin and you have to, you have to cut sin off at its base. Um, my accountability partner and I were talking um, and, He's reading through First Peter right now, and that's what he sent me the other day. Knowing that you were ransomed from the futile ways inherited from your forefathers, kind of that that mindset and that the imagery is like, why would like if you were saved out of that futile those things that that don't that just doesn't work? Why like why would you run back? And as long as you continue to give that oxygen, you, you'll you'll never overcome it. You'll never if you'll tolerate it. There's no way you can separate yourself from it. Yeah, and I, I didn't say this Sunday, but I think for me, what it got to the point, and I, I think everybody probably you, you get to a certain point. The Lord, I think, gets us to a certain point, and for me, it was of like I have to take this thing seriously, and it goes back to what we talked about how it's destructive. But I, I literally had this thought in my head of like this is going to literally destroy everything. It's going to destroy my life. It's going to destroy my family. It's going to destroy my ministry. Like this is this if if I don't get a handle on this, you know, and I don't mean just to get a handle on it, but you know what I'm saying? Like, if I don't cut off the auction, if I don't take this thing seriously as it is, this is going to destroy my life, you know? And so I think, um, I, I think it has to get to that point in our life. You know, the Lord gets us to that point by his grace of where we are repentant, where we are like, this is a big deal. I can't take it lightly anymore. I can't provide any avenues for me anymore. You know, and are there ways to get things? Is there is there ways to still lust even without pornography? Absolutely. Yeah. And so it's not just you know what I mean. It's not just pornography. I don't want to just paint it as that. Is that a, a thing? Yes, because we now have phone. I mean, you have a computer with you everywhere you go. So yes, that is a thing. Um, but also, and I didn't say a Sunday too, but also just remembering about lust is like, hey, if you're listening and you don't watch pornography, like. Don't think that you're better because you probably you may still lust. You know what I mean? Like it's same thing. Like whether it's you don't watch pornography, you watch pornography, or whether you've had physical adultery, it's all coming from the same heart. And so, yeah, um, I think that was important to bring out too. Like it's it's a matter of the heart. Like that's ultimately, like you said last week, murder doesn't start in the hand; it starts in the heart. Lust and adultery doesn't start in the hand; it starts in the heart. Uh, and I think that that's important to see too, because I think I, I think ultimately what you can do. I think some of the dangers sometimes is, well, I, I have all of these pop-up blockers. I have all of these ways I can't get on the thing. So obviously I'm doing better when in reality that was just behavior modification rather than heart change. Yeah. And so I think, and we'll, we'll get to more of that here in a minute. Yeah. Um, but next, renewing your mind, what does that look like practically, man? So I think, and you see this command, was it in Romans 12, you know, it says to be transformed mm-hmm. in your mind. Uh, Ephesians 4, I think 23 says to be renewed put off the old man, be renewed in the yeah. spirit of your mind. Um, and so I think that's a lot of it is that when we, we think about it, is, is so, much, so much of our things originate, especially with the sin of lust. Uh, and I, I mean, all, 
and ultimately our hearts. But, you know, it, it starts with thoughts. It starts with these things. And so one of the things that we have to catch early on in, our, in, in ours is, is our mind. So I, I read the passage out of 2 Corinthians. Paul says, take every thought captive. Yeah. So how do, we, how do we take thoughts captive? I think it is uh, so several ways. I think it's praying daily. Lord, renew my mind. Lord, help me to set my mind on things above. Memorizing Scripture, and so we need to have Scripture memorized so that in times of things that we can quote Scripture. I think I, I named off several Scriptures that I, for me personally, that I've been drawn to that I will quote in my own life. Um, so it's that's prayer. Um, so it's praying. It, it's uh, praying for our minds. I think one of the things, too, is I didn't mention this Sunday, um, but I can't remember what book. Maybe it was the book Every Man's Battle, but it talked about, um, especially with our minds of, uh, don't don't take double takes, and mm. so whether it's whether it's on the computer, whether it's real life, uh, walking down the street, wh- whatever is that. Usually, it's we may see something. And of course, we just know this in our day. Everything's sexualized in our culture: commercials, TV shows, movies, uh, ads on social media. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, they're everywhere. And so, I think it's one of those things of like, well, I may need to gouge my eyes out so I just don't <laughs> see anything. You know. But it's it's not that we see something where it begins to be bad. It's when we start to linger on it, when we begin to take our double take, as they say in the book, or you know, you begin to linger on it. And so that's one of the things is oh, it, he refers to it as bouncing your eyes. So, yeah. and I didn't say it Sunday, but that's one of the, the practical tips of renewing your mind of like just bounce your eyes. So when your eyes see something, bounce them. You know, look away, look to something else, text somebody, pray. Quote scripture, yeah. you know, do those things that you have to do. Um, but I think first and foremost, it starts with prayer, um, praying to re- renew our mind. And I mentioned this um, Sunday is that Ransom Heart app. Yeah, um, they have a um, they have a lot of different prayers in there that you can pray, which are they're really good. I, I enjoy. Sometimes I'll um, I'll pray through them. But one of them is for for sexual healing, not the song or anything like that, but. Um, but the actual, um, yeah, somebody, somebody told me that Sunday is that when I said that, they said that immediately the song came up and I was like, man, be honest, I wasn't ready for that. I, I, know, I know. Well, somebody, somebody had said that to me that they were like, when I said that, that's what they thought about immediately the song. So I said, well, Lord will forgive you. But, um, anyway, the, the prayer in there and, and it's one of the things that I really to, to, when I started to find freedom in this area was really starting to, to dive deep into praying because this is the way that I like, this is just the way that my mind kind of pictures it, is that images, um, sexual encounters, things that we've had through our life, it just it does something to our hearts and souls, you know? I mean, there's a reason why we're not to have uh, sex before marriage is because it ties your soul to another. And there are these things, it's like these, it feels like these grips on your heart. And so one of the things this prayer does is, is to really pray through like things that have happened in our life, whether it's something's happened to us, could be sexual abuse, physical abuse, could be images or things that we've been exposed to our entire life. It could be uh, sexual encounters that we've had, and to really pray through and like Lord, for, like in one of the prayers, it gets specific. It says you name names of people, Man. places, and it's like I mean, and it's very thorough of like to like really call these things out. Like I, I didn't say Sunday, I keep saying that, but on. on uh, like I remember the first time it was in my dad's uh, mom and dad. We had a computer in our family room as a gateway computer. I'll never forget the first time I saw a picture of a woman nude, and and uh, it was by accident. I didn't mean, I, but I, that picture is still s- seared in my brain. Yeah. You know, it's like I still remember that. You know, I remember feeling horrible about. It. I think I immediately told mom and dad just because I was like, I mean, I really wasn't meaning to look at anything. You know, but it, it's like 
I still, I, I remember, I remember, I remember that. And that's the problem with when we expose ourselves to these images is they just get seared in our brain. And so uh, this, this prayer on that, that app is really good because it really is calling out like times, places we exposed ourselves to things, names of people, like to really pray through thoroughly these things that, and to say, Lord, I need you to forgive me of this and, and to really expose those things. So I think that's one way we can definitely renew our mind. Absolutely. Know, so, um, Man, uh, the, the next application point was seek accountability. Um, why do you think accountability, I, I, I don't know, you said it earlier, like sometimes I feel like we just have accountability with the Lord and it's like, hey God, this is a thing, help me. I, but we never like, I, for me in my life, the accountability partner I have, like if, if anything is exchanged back and forth, like, hey man, I'm struggling in this and this and this. Later on that day, I'm going to get asked about those things. Like, hey, how has that been today? Has, have things been yeah. better? Have things been worse? Um, and it's, why do you think we dodge accountability so much? Um, I think we probably deceive or fool ourselves, you know, to think that we're um, – I don't need – and I think that's just this – probably this preservation of this sin in our life of like, oh, I don't need it. It's fine. I'm going to be fine. No one has to know about it. Yeah. I, you know, like I, I don't want to bring people into this thing, you know. I'm going to burden somebody else maybe or – but the reality is like, well, I, I of course, Scripture is pretty clear. Like you can't – we're to bear one another's burdens. Yeah. Ecclesiastes two are better than one. One falls, one's able to pick the other up, you know. And so it's like you were designed to have people in your life and uh, godly, godly people in your life to to help you to think through things, to call you out on things. Because I think we all give ourselves passes on things Absolutely. all the time, and, and or, or there's blind spots we just don't see. There's things that we just don't. Um, we're a lot of times blind to our own sinfulness or ways that we could be trending towards sinfulness. And so I think it's helpful to have someone else's perspective. Um, and, I, and I would say it's of accountability. You could do it with, with, like if you, if with your spouse. Um, but I would say probably to be the same sex, you know, like a, a guy and a guy, yeah. accountability partners, woman and woman, you know, um, to, to, be, to help you hold you accountable in that. And so... Um, just to, to pry, ask questions, ask hard questions. And, and for me, that was one of the turning points for me with the sin of lust is to really start to, to bring people in in my life, expose it, repent of it, and then basically to have people ask questions, yeah. pry questions in my life, or people that I can text at a moment's notice to say, hey, look, I'm struggling today. You know, mm-hmm. like, please pray for me. You know? I um, definitely, I think that the other thing here is to go into it knowing that you, like, you've, you've got to just do it. Like you're saying, like, um, you know, or even you see in James five that um, confess your sins one to another. That the the prayer of the righteous is powerful is working. Um, I think sometimes when we go into accountability, it's like, yeah, I'm going to tell you the kind of the the surface level stuff, but all this other stuff, like me and God, just going to work through that. And I think getting past that barrier of because I mean, I, I think back to like high school. My, me and my accountability partner in high school is definitely like. Yeah, man, I just, uh, I'm not reading my Bible a lot. I'm not praying a lot. Maybe you could pray for those things, or yeah, that's pretty much all. Like, and then knowing that there's so, so other much things. other things, and like just being real and knowing that awkward conversations are going to come, difficult questions are going to come, and that's not just going to be from one person. Like that's that the the goal here is to be real in each other's lives, and so I, I think going into it knowing like. This has the possibility to be very, very weird, very awkward, very uncomfortable, but it's rewarding. So. Yeah, and I think finding somebody you trust, you know, not just – I wouldn't just pick anybody. Um, 
definitely somebody you trust. You don't want to pick somebody that's going to gossip or that's going to, yeah. you know, you want to pick someone that's gracious, you know, but that's also able to also be real and, and challenge you as well, you know. And so sometimes that's a hard mix to find. You don't want to find somebody that's just super gracious and they're just like, oh, man, it's no big deal. It's fine. It's fine. You know, let's pray together. It's like, yeah, there is grace, um, but I also need people to be like, hey, man, like you need to stop or, hey, man, like, you got that software on your computer because you might need to do that, you know. Mm-hmm. And so, so to have people that are are both gracious, but also that are willing to call sin sin. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so, and to, but and to be gracious in doing that. And so, when you yeah, trust, um, I would say that too. Just with this sin in general, you know, make sure it's somebody that you trust. You know, don't don't just air out your dirty laundry. To I think that's just what, just wisdom of just not yeah. not just airing your your your. Um, I don't think that's good. We want to be honest, vulnerable, you know, but there's a point where we can be so honest and vulnerable with other people. We may just revel in our sin or it's just yeah. not healthy. And so I think it's good to uh, to find someone that we trust that can pour wisdom and grace and, and God's truth into our life and so and vice versa. You know, Absolutely. So. And uh, man number five was remember that only Jesus can deliver you from the sin of lust. Um, and you mentioned Sunday, like, that's – that's number one, mm-hmm. but you want like you want that to be one of the things that we remember as we leave. Yeah, because so. typically whatever we usually say last kind of stays with us a little bit, and so I left that for last. But that's actually the first thing because yeah. um, you can do all the accountability you want, uh, you can have all the software you want, you can cut off your hands and <laughs> gouge your eyes out, um, but unless unless it first and foremost starts with knowing Jesus. Knowing his saving power, knowing his freedom that, yeah. that that he grants, knowing because of his his death, his resurrection, um, only through that gives us the freedom from sin. And so, it's not just changing moral things because it. And, and that's the truth is that. And sometimes for me, a lot of times too, is I was dealing with just symptoms, you know, not dealing with actually my heart of like, Lord, I need you to 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 take this out of my heart. You know, it's not just like, Lord, help me stop watching this, or Lord, help me stop thinking this. And it's like. Those are just fruits of what's actually yeah. you know dwelling you know in my heart, and so I think you know it's first and foremost starting there, um, and so it has to start with Jesus, and and I think that's the even us being reminded that while while temptation is a battle, of course He's given us a way out of temptation. Jesus has, um, but this is I don't have to believe the lie that I will struggle and be enslaved to this for the rest of my life. Yeah, you know that's just not the truth. Um, there are times where it's hard. There are times where temptation does seem like it just jumps on your back, and so that's true. That's why we have people in our life. But I think it's just reminding ourselves of the gospel, reminding the truth of the gospel. You know, the sunset's free is free indeed, and so yeah. we are free. We don't have to walk, and that's the power. I mean, and that's the whole thing of holiness is that this is this is what is revealing Christ to the world to be like, hey, there is something different about this person. Why is this person, the rest of the world, struggling with lust, pornography, adultery, all these things? Why aren't you? What? Why do you seem to have a, a bearing on this? Why do you? Well, it's not me. It's Jesus. You yeah. know. So holiness, and we've talked about it too. Like this is one of the missional things that we can do by living holy lives. It testifies to the world. Hey, this is someone that has been changed. Yeah. You know, and it's not just behavior modification. It is a heart change that is now fleshing out, and people begin to see. Well, why are you different? Why are you seeing victory in these areas? It's like, well, it's just God's grace. I mean, this is. You know, it's just a testimony of His grace, and I think calling, not we're not bragging. We got to be careful not to brag or boast, yeah. But also to be like, hey, look, I because of Jesus, I've seen victory. You know, in this area, I'm not saying I'm perfect. I'm not. I know I'm not, and I know there there temptation comes. I know there's times that we we fail, but 
to call it out and be like, hey, God has given me victory. God, yeah. you know, God has helped me. God has, you know, I, I see his grace evident in my life, you know, and so I think calling that out, not just grace of, you know, of forgiveness, but grace that empowers us, you know. Yeah, amen. Man, that was a heavy tech Sunday. Yeah, for sure. It was. Um, but man, I think you, you navigated it well. Really it was good. Did. I think it was good even, and I hope that Church always remembers this, even like, you know, when we, I think we had an awesome time of prayer, you know, and church just coming together, praying for one another. And that's what we want it to be. We want it to be a place that's vulnerable, uh, you know, as we said, a judge free zone. Um, look, we all struggle. And if you say you don't, that's pride. And so. Yeah, we'll get to that probably in the next few weeks or we'll something. We'll get to that, you know. And so, um, but it, it, it's, just, it's just realizing. Like we all, we're all. Many people when they when they come to service or whatever, like man, they're struggling with things, you know, and things that they don't want people to know. Yep. And that's the enemy. He wants us isolated. Doesn't want us to pray for one another. And it's like, hey, man, this is a place that we can, you know, if you need prayer, pray. You know, let's pray together. You know, and, and it doesn't just. Have, it's not just contained to just a response time. Even though it can start there, but you know, it's just during the week checking on people. People, you know, texting saying, hey, pray for me. You know, and accountability finding people that you can be vulnerable with so yeah. i think that's um it was really cool to see that the lord and I, and I don't think i've had several people say this i don't think it was a coincidence it came after the 24-hour prayer chain yeah you know as we're praying see god move and then sunday we see god move um very evidently in people's life and so i don't think that's a coincidence by any means you know that that's why we pray absolutely so. well man uh our last question for the day um you get to pick it okay where do you want to eat lunch mm. Maybe Panda. Hey, man, I ain't mad at that. Maybe. I don't know. I, I know thought about last night, but... I I know you're a big Sam's fan. Sam's? Like, like Sam's, like that seafood oh, place? Oh, oh, yeah. Not Sam's, like... Uh, not like... The store. Yeah. I, like I Sam's get, uh, Po' Boy Eatery. I, yeah, I'm not going to get samples for lunch. <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought you were saying. I was like, I don't know if I'm up for that. Hey, that man, did... you want to go get a cold piece of pizza for lunch? <laughs> no. I'm, actually, it's not bad, but... Uh, I'll pass. You'll pass oh, on that? Sam's uh Sam's the, eatery, isn't yeah, it? Kept yeah. Something. Yeah. I don't know if I want all that grease today. <laughs> hey man, I get it. I get but it. But it is good. Have you already worked out today? No. Yeah, you probably want to stay away from grease. Anyway. No. Well, James, thanks for sitting down with us. Uh and thank you for listening to another edition of Tuesday Take. Yep.